This is a HeadGum Podcast. Previously. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I'm the complete guide to everything. Uh, so last week I went to Key West. Oh, really? Yeah. You want to talk about it? Sure. Is that all you got? No, I have more to more to say. Oh, Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, uh... I know how you were doing last week. Let's hear how you're doing this week. What does that mean? Well, I asked you last... I guess I ask you every week how yeah. you're doing. Yeah. Well, this week's no different, Tim. How are you doing? I'm feeling very brave. Why is that? Because I went to the doctor. Oh, yeah. And you know what? <laughs> During a pandemic. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that wasn't brave. The, the, my doctor was, is a new doctor I have? Uh, <laughs> I he's a new doctor. You just changed careers. Last week he was a lawyer. No, last week he was like a professional naysayer, it seems like. Mm. Uh, pandemic, he, was, he, he, was, he did not want to hear it. Really? Yeah, so I don't know. Well, I guess the science is out. Yeah, I, ch- I choose to believe him. Yeah, right. Well, that's the easiest thing to believe, Yeah, that when, everything's fine. When's the last time you had a tetanus shot? I don't know, but uh, I think somewhat- Tetanus vaccine, right? Yeah, yeah. I think somewhat recently, because I remember being asked that in during the last few years and being like, oh, tell me how long they last and I will tell you if I need another one or not. And yeah. how long does it last? 10, Ten years. years? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Is <laughs> got, it bad if you give me another one? That's, that's yeah. what I asked. And they were like, no, but when was it? I was like, I don't know. It was at at like at least seven years ago, probably. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we'll be fine. So they gave me another one. Did you one. tell them how many rusty fences you climbed, though? Uh, that was disclosed earlier in oh, my- okay. That's yeah. why you were there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Multiple injuries from climbing rusty fences. Yeah, it was part of that. It was like 5% of what I- what, uh, But uh, guess what? Every 10 years. So now they're just like, now you know. Yeah. It's going to be easy. 2020, 2030. Oh, yeah. There you mm. go. That, that'll be the last time we do <laughs> Hell, yeah. There's not going to be anything after yeah. that. <laughs> Even 2030 is being a yeah. little optimistic. But I got blood drawn, and mm. I never used to be a guy that was like skittish <laughs> that about gave it. Blood. I never used to be a guy that let somebody take his blood. No, I used to give blood all the time, and then yeah, like, even to people that didn't want it. Yeah, I'm a generous man, Tom. Mm-hmm. Here, take a bag of blood. Sometimes not even in a bag. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's in a, in a pint glass. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's good. You can you, see everything in there. Yeah, you, easier to pour in if exactly. you need some. Uh. And they, they, today I was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna not be skittish about this. I'm not oh, gonna... you've always been skittish. No, I, I used to not be. <laughs> okay. And then I feel like once I hit, I think my late twenties, mm-hmm. I realized that I wasn't immortal, like right. later than most people do. <laughs> you thought so. One day somebody's going to take enough blood that I die. <laughs> exactly. And today, like, I just had to trust the physician's assistant and be like, Look, if she, I'm going to trust her to take only what she needs. Right. And no more. I'm not even going to, uh, I asked I'm once, you're gonna only going to take her. as much as you need, right? Oh, okay. So you did say she, it to her. I, I just asked once and I right. didn't, I didn't, I didn't follow up. Okay. Did you ask while she was taking the blood? No. Oh, well, she reminded her. No, I was paralyzed with fear while she was taking the blood. <laughs> I was afraid that my arm would move slightly and the needle would break off into my vein, which I was realizing today, they put that thing in like two millimeters. It's not going to do anything. One time I was uh, giving blood and, uh, I don't know, they like didn't uh, tape it on right or something and it kept falling and twisting the needle in my arm. Ugh. And this was like a blood donation, not like drawing blood. So that, those are the big needles. Yeah. Um, that hurt a lot <laughs> when when a needle gets turned inside your yeah. vein. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was giving blood one time, and uh, the person administering it was telling somebody else about her divorce proceedings that were happening, <laughs> uh-huh. and she put the needle in me wrong. <laughs> And I was just like, excuse me. And she's like, it's going to hurt a little bit. It's it's a needle. And she took it out. And for the first. <laughs> it's all bone marrow. <laughs> no, uh, for a week, my arm was all black and blue, like yeah. all the way up and down. Yeah, that's what happened with this, too. Like, yeah, yeah you're, you get black and blue real easy if. Uh... If they... needles are in your veins wrong. <laughs> I guess it makes sense. Yeah. I was hearing uh, recently about. Uh, they got something where they can put a needle in your muscle and make it better. I don't know what that <laughs> shock it. Maybe give it a little shock. What do you what? Like if you got like sore muscles. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to ask at a, yeah. a hospital I work at. See if they can tell me more about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, very brave at the doctor. Uh, <laughs> they do this thing now. Well, they've always done this, but they're like, "We're well, gonna need your urine, sir." And I was like, "I beg <laughs> they your do this pardon." Thing now, but they had, they're like, "You need to fill up this test tube and this test tube." Maybe not. Te- maybe they're test not called tube. test tubes. Yeah, geez, that's no. But there were two like oh, just little tubes. And Are they? They gave you a cup uh-huh. and a large eyedropper thing. Oh, I don't like that. So I was in the bathroom stall, and it was like <laughs> looking like a mad scientist. Yeah, and it was it was a public <laughs> restroom. To turn your your urine into gold. <laughs> I had to leave the doctor's office. Uh huh. Go into the bathroom in a hallway. Okay. Right? Yeah. It was just like some building in Soho. Yeah, it was a like doctor's a, office, but there were other offices. Right. Like an office park type thing. Yeah. And I. An office building, I think they're called. <laughs> we'll check on that. Uh, went into a stall. There was one stall in here. It was a stall in a urinal. And you had to, like, there was no, like, table or anything. So I had to, like, pee into this cup. Uh huh. And then, like, Get out the tubes and get out the eyedropper, and you know it took a, a a few moves, right? Right. It was it wasn't just like suck it up and put it in there, right? Like, uh, yeah, that wasn't enough. You had to do it multiple times. Yeah, and I had to do it for two of them. It was it was a whole big mess. I, I, I was thinking, <laughs> you made a whole big mess. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, you know. They, they, uh, hopefully, they're wiping things down more frequently. <laughs> sure. Because you didn't, it sounds like. How are you this week? I'm good. The last time I had to urinate in a cup... uh, Parole officer was there? No. (laughs) I did have to do that uh, uh, when I tried to get a job at Coca-Cola. That's uh, why... Where the the lady was like, I'm supposed to watch you urinate, uh, you know, and make sure you don't, like, switch it out or something. The boss is a real perv. He wants me to watch you (laughs) urinate. No, it was at, like, an independent... This wasn't a Coca-Cola employee watching me pee. Uh, is that like a God a, forbid you besmirch the <laughs> reputation of the Coca-Cola? Yeah, they're a great company. Yeah. I like their drinks. Um, I like their union policies. <laughs> well, I've already I've talked a long time ago. I think about how dangerous this place yeah. was. Uh, where literally I was waiting in the office for the interview, and they had a sign up that said, "You know, this many days without accidents," and it said zero which meant you know there hadn't been a day without an accident. Yeah. And literally, as I'm looking at that sign, a guy rushes down the hallway. There's like one of those- On fire? No, it's one of those offices where like they have windows looking into the hallway, like uh, George Costanza's in uh, when he worked for the Yankees. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I see three people rushing down the hallway. It's two people helping another person who just has blood gushing out of their- Mouth, nose, something like a lot of blood, though. What happened to him? I don't know, but like literally, <laughs> did the person interviewing you just close the blinds without saying anything? No, literally, right after that, the guy interviewing me walks by and walks in, and he's like, "Hello, I'm I'm John. Nice to meet you." He has a an eye patch, like a permanent eye patch, like he had lost his eye somehow. I mean, that Presu- been- it could have been anywhere, but presumably it was at this very dangerous Coca Cola plant. That <laughs> It seemed like accidents happened at constantly. Uh, and then they sent me down the road to pee in a cup. And the lady was like, I'm supposed to watch you pee. I I don't want to do that. Do you want me to do that? I was like, no, I'd prefer not. And she's like, all right, don't do any. Don't be a jerk. Don't swap out the urine. And 
Uh, they like turn off the sink from the outside. I don't I completely understand why that is. I was like, do they do some people just fill up the urine cup with water? <laughs> and they're like, here it is. Oh, this is the cleanest urine I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but I was gonna say, um, <laughs> it's a lot of fluoride in it. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on the fluoride in the water. I know. Too. I know. Um, uh, that's why I never got a job. That's why I was rejected from a job at blockbuster video because of the fluoride in the water no i was <laughs> you tested positive for fluoride they had a kiosk where you could a touch oh, screen yeah, where yeah. you could uh apply for a job right most like, uh, high level jobs <laughs> that's well, either 17. hiring the uh, kiosk yeah, you didn't need to and they were like would you submit to a drug test i was like well tommy reynolds had to watch some <laughs> lady watch it makes a lady watch him pee uh no drug test for me and they were like Thank you. Uh, you're not hired. <laughs> and I was like, ah, shit. So oh, I was like, that's what a drug guy would say, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. There's a, <laughs> and so uh, I was on to it. And so I was like, oh, I'll go to the Blockbuster in West Islip instead yeah, of the one. See if they have a different policy. <laughs> and I went and uh, they were like, will you take a drug test? And I was like, yes. And then they were like, oh, you're already in our system. You're t- <laughs> no, you're you're not hired. That stinks. Yeah. Uh, you could have been, you could have saved that company maybe. Look, I feel... People, like I have a lot. It's probably just nostalgia, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed walking around Blockbuster, being like, ah, "What movie to watch?" No, tonight? I watch a YouTube video where these guys went to like the last Blockbuster. It's not in Alaska. A lot of people think that, but it's not. Yeah, idiots. I think Get it's it in right. Washington State or Oregon, something like that. Uh, but they went to the last one, and uh, they had like all new movies and everything. And uh, they were talking about how they missed that, like going to Blockbuster and being like, all right, we can rent one, maybe two movies. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take everything into account. Uh, and yeah, now we're on the opposite end with the Netflix and the Hulu and all that. But that's like you you scroll endlessly and then you put something on and if it, within three minutes you're like, I don't like this. Yeah. You're not going to give anything a shot. Same with the streaming music. Yeah. Well, Listen to a new record and you're like, this isn't immediately amazing. Right. Me. And that's why people are making music to that. You have to hook the people within yeah. like the first five seconds. Yeah. Uh, or else but they're like, going to go away. Uh, like 1998. I was like, I paid $19 for this. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I'm going to listen to this album at least a hundred times, <laughs> right. even if it sucks. Yeah. And eventually I will like it because yeah. I've just heard it enough. Hmm. Uh, but I was going to say the last time I had to do a, a urine test at a doctor, uh, I'm oh, like, I always pee before I get to the doctor's office. Uh, and I then, always got a little in the tank. Well, this was the first time that I remembered like, hey, dummy, don't pee before you get there because they're going to ask you to pee in a cup. Uh, so I didn't. And then I had too much pee. And then I was like, oh, no, I got to like stop. I got to stop well, peeing. Were, were you in the bathroom yeah, at the time? Yeah, yeah. Well, what you should probably do, continue <laughs> peeing into it. Yeah, but like, I, don't, I don't have another container to put this look, in. I don't want to like switch quick enough. I didn't trust myself. I yeah. still had to stop for like a second, get the cup out of the way and do the rest in the toilet. And then like, <laughs> I also didn't feel comfortable bringing a cup in that was filled to the brim of, uh, yeah. with pee. I, I think that probably would have, I think she might've said something like, oh, we didn't need this much. It's like, well, that's what you're getting. Did she go, oh, wow. Like real impressed. <laughs> I, well, no, <laughs> I wish she did. I had a feeling she wasn't going to be like that. All right, Tim. Uh, last week, we, we talked about a little bit of my vacation. The first vacation I've had in probably a decade at least. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Like, I've every other trip I've been on has either been like a long weekend that hasn't been very far mm-hmm. or has had some kind of a work element to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, uh, I've traveled I, a lot. I've taken a lot of days off to go to the uk with you <laughs> right which is not a vacation it's no. not one for me either yeah it's nice for the first day or two yeah but it's not a vacation yeah and like we've done shows in other cities where it's like ah, oh, we get to see a little of the city this is nice but it's not a vacation yeah. it's not a uh let me put on my tommy bahama shorts and a nice uh uh panama jack hat 
and and lay back and enjoy myself. But this was one of those times. Uh, can you tell me what I uh, refresh my and the listeners' memories about uh, what I what I went over last week? You just did no preparation for this whatsoever. No, did I you? have it. I have a ton of notes, but I forget. Did I only talk about the ghost I tour? I think you only talked about the ghost tour. Oh, and that you went on a glass bottom boat because glass bottom boats make the <laughs> rock and roll world go round. Yes, and I got seasick, a little seasick on yeah. that. Did I mention that? Yeah, you did. Okay. And you made it seem, you had this whole explanation about how you got seasick because your brain's not supposed to look at the ocean floor or something. I don't know. No, it was that my head was down. So I wasn't like looking at the horizon. Mm. So for like a long time, that's what makes you seasick, that your eyes are looking and it's like, yeah, everything's fine. But your brain's like, no, man, it's not fine. We're moving around a lot. Do you know why we throw up like when we get motion sickness or like too drunk? It's because the body no. thinks we've been poisoned. Oh, really? Because basically like your eyes are giving different information than your inner ear. So your eyes are oh, saying, yeah. we're not moving. And your inner ear is like, like hell, we're not moving. I feel it. We're moving. And, and it goes, ah, we've been poisoned again. <laughs> get rid of everything. And that's why we puke. Hmm. Yeah. I kind of miss the days when you could poison people real easy. You can't now? No, they always find out. Ha- Wait, you? <laughs> when were the days when you could? Like medieval times, people were oh. poisoning each other. It was like if you somebody. You missed those? You weren't around then? I thought you meant the not like, hey, <laughs> the that... 90s, you could <laughs> go to the blockbuster and then come home and poison my enemies. No, it's like no in medieval times. They would, people would just, you know, you'd look at somebody funny and be like, oh, I'm going to poison that guy. The perfect crime. Because <laughs> no, it was the perfect crime. Nobody could, you know, they didn't know about science or anything. They'd open up somebody and be like, well, yeah, they got all what, the guts. What poison would we, would you use? I don't know. Some Hemlock? Yeah. You only know that because, uh, who is it? Socrates? Plato killed himself with it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I don't know that. <laughs> uh, Tim, let me continue on my star-studded vacation. Right. It wasn't star-studded. So what stars were there? Well, I did go to Judy Bloom's bookstore that she owns with is her she, husband. Is she with us? Yeah. She works at the bookstore four days a week. Really? Yeah. And you went one of the days that she wasn't there? She was going to be there later that night, they said. Uh, she's 80 years old, hmm. maybe even older now. She was 80, I think, a few years ago. Um, Did you go in there and say, uh, uh, are you here, Judy Bloom? It's me, Tom. (laughs) It's me, God. (laughs) Um, No, and actually, uh, a friend of the show, uh, Andrew Gregory, told me that... uh, uh, when he and his wife went there, they uh, she was there, and like multiple people were like, "Judy, you have to take a break. Like you've been working all day." Uh, but that's like a nice thing, right? To retire and be like, "I'm gonna open up a bookstore." Yeah. And uh, it seemed like everybody at work. Do you think she's ruthless? Do you think she like (laughs) drove all the other bookstores out of business? No, because I went in another bookstore right before then. Mm. Um. No, it was like a little bit of a weird book. St- not weird. It, it only had like pretty new books. Like it had no used books. Okay. But then even like everything, it didn't have a huge selection and everything. Curated by Judy Bloom. That's what you want. Yeah. It was all basically new releases uh, for the most part. Uh, but yeah, she wasn't there. Uh, it, the store seemed mostly staffed by like retired women, mm-hmm. which again is like, oh, that's nice. Like. Yeah, come. like Mary Higgins Clark there. <laughs> as far as I know, it wasn't other Sue Grafton. It wasn't other authors. Um, no, but I was. Uh, I heard a guy uh, at the register. He's like, I came. Uh, he's like, my wife told me to pick up this book, and uh, she's like, Oh, okay. And uh, she's ringing him up, and somebody else asked if Judy was there that day, and she's like, No, she'll be in later tonight, though. And the guy's like, Who's that? And this guy was like a local, like the woman knew him. And he's like, oh, she's an author and she started this bookstore. She wrote a book called, uh, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. Uh, that was all about, you Oh, know, you said her name was Judy. <laughs> that was, that was about a 12 year old girl where everybody else is having their period and she's not having her period. And she, uh, you know, is upset about it and doesn't understand. And this guy is just like, huh? <laughs> 
And I'm like, how have you not heard of Judy Bloom and this book? Uh, but the guy hadn't. And he he just like sat there silently as the woman explained the the plot of the book and who Judy Bloom is to him. And then he was like, uh, all right, how much do I owe you? And that was my experience. Why would he ask if he was just going to poo-poo it? I Because I maybe he thought that she wrote you know, books about motorcycles or, or something. And he'd be like, Oh, cool. <laughs> Everybody down there, oh, a motorcycle book. Lady. They don't have a uh, helmet laws down there. So nobody wears a helmet riding a motorcycle. That's right. That's silly. It's dangerous. You're going to fall off that motorcycle and your head's going to pop like a grape. Uh, is it called books and books? Yeah. Q West. That's, that's the name of it. Books and books. Look, I want this to be a a travel guide for <laughs> for Key West. When you're in Key West, well, I have a bunch of ghost uh, books at the end. I'll be recommending. <laughs> oh, it looks like there's a pretty good selection. I mean, it wasn't. It was a pretty big store. Books and books kw dot com. Okay, buy your books there, or don't, or don't. Judy uh, Bloom's rich enough. <laughs> This is now an anti-Judy Bloom podcast. You know what? It's time Judy Bloom got a taste of her own medicine. <laughs> now that I just learned that she's still alive, I got a lot of things to say about her. Um, so that was uh, arguably one run-in with a celebrity. Blubber. I read that book. That's the one that, yeah. Super Fudge. I yeah, read that book. I read that one, too. I didn't like the Fudge books. I thought it would they- Fudge-a-mania? Yeah. I was like, nah, I don't like the side character. That yeah. much. A little too much. Good as a side character, not good uh, as a main character. Tales of a fourth grade no she rules. Yeah. Freckle juice. Oh, that's what brought it up. The guy was like, uh yeah, I misspoke. The guy like by the counter there was a section that was all banned books. And he's like, Why do you have banned books? And she explained, Oh, the owner of the place, she wrote this book, it was banned, and explained why it was banned, and you know, that she's against banning books. And the guy was just like, uh, 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 my wife told me to buy this book. I don't care for books. That's not what he said, but that was his attitude. Yeah. The second run in, the second run in I have with a celebrity. Okay. Was going to the house that Ernest Hemingway used to live in. Who's that? Timmy wrote a bunch of books, a bunch of stories. Super fudge. <laughs> he wrote he wrote an unauthorized sequel to <laughs> Super Fudge. Super Fudge fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. That's mostly what he was known for. Uh no, he has uh well, he's no longer with us. He shot himself in the head, if you must know. Yeah, I, 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 I must. Um he has uh still the biggest private house in Key West, Florida. It's that big. Uh, almost an acre. I don't know. I'll never know how big an acre is. I kind of is have an huge? idea now because I saw it. Right. Uh, I would say, like, from where we grew up, an acre would probably be like half a block, maybe quarter of a block. I block guess the blocks uh, my are side different. of town or your side of town? Yeah, it's tough to say. Yeah, you you had some pretty long blocks. Definitely not a quarter of your blocks. 16 tennis courts in a 4 by 4 formation. That's what I was going to say. 75% of an American football field. Okay. Yeah, that checks out. Now that I'm picturing it in my mind's eye. That comes from thecalculatorsite.com. <laughs> I love that you're crediting all the sources uh, this yeah. week. Yeah. Um, the, it's the, becoming a big deal. People are getting a... Uh, Shows uh, shows are getting sued for hundreds of thousands of dollars. Tom, <laughs> um, uh, it was cool. Like it was weird to be in a house where somebody very very well known and like uh, an important like American historical figure lived mm -hmm. because they haven't changed anything for the most part. So it's like uh, here's the bedroom. Yeah, that's his bed. Uh, that's his dresser. Please don't touch those things. Uh, but then the the entire property is full of cats, and there are all, uh, or not all, I guess, but a lot of them are descendants from the the first cat that lived there that had six toes. So a lot of these cats have six toes, uh, and they're just hanging around. They're just walking all over. How the place. many cats? I think they said sixteen cats currently. 
Wow. Maybe, no, 58 cats? Maybe it's 58 cats. It was a lot of cats. It was definitely more than 16. There were cats everywhere. Uh, and these cats, they didn't care about people at all. They were fine. Hmm. So that's um, where he wrote uh, Farewell to Arms. He wrote a bunch of stuff there. Uh, and you you get to go... Super Fudge Strikes Back. <laughs> you get to go uh, uh, in his writing studio, too. They have it set up with like his typewriter and that part you're kind of in a cage you kind of can't get pat you know you can only look you can't touch but it's like oh that's his typewriter that's where he sat and wrote and that's the toilet he would take a dump in all right you don't have to say what that. well it was neat to see tim and it's like oh celebrities they're just like us was they, that part roped got- off too where they like you yeah, you didn't flush before he <laughs> his last turd is still in there yeah don't say that word <laughs> um and yeah, you get to hear a bunch of fun stories. He was a freaking nutcase, that guy. He had a boxing ring in his yard and would just invite people over to box him. Yeah, he seems... Uh... And then one time he went... Uh, he was not a very faithful man to his uh, lovers. Yeah, he doesn't seem like uh, like he was the greatest guy. No. A lot of the stories were about how he... Uh, there's a bar called sloppy joe's down there <laughs> and Slop- did you go to sloppy joe's yeah yeah and sloppy joe's is where he hung out all the time nice and but then uh i heard oh well sloppy joe's moved locations i'm like oh okay so that and it's like oh no that was the location because like he was there when they moved because uh you might notice this unusual fountain in the yard that the cats drink out of. That's a urinal from Sloppy Joe's that apparently he went to see. He was very good friends with Joe, uh, the owner. And the sloppy man himself. The, yeah. And when they were moving from one place to another, you know, they were doing demolition, construction or whatever. He saw one of the old urinals and he said, uh, uh, I flushed so much money down that. I've pissed so much money down that toilet. The least you can do is give it to me. And he was like, all right, all right, you want a toilet? Sure. <laughs> I mean, aren't you very rich? Why do you want an old toilet? Uh, but he took the urinal and turned it on its side, and the cats drink out of it. It's a fountain. Cool. The cats don't even know. They have no idea. So I spent half the tour just laughing at the cats. <laughs> you idiots. Uh, yeah, and that was uh, a fun time. And the the old Sloppy Joe's is still a bar. It's called Captain Tony's now. Why wouldn't they call it Sloppy Joe's? Because there's a new place called oh, Sloppy Oh, the Joe's. old place that was. Yeah, Slo- okay. the old location is still a bar. Did you go to both those bars? I did. Were you drunk the whole week? No, I didn't drink. I mean, I drank every day, but not a lot. You know, because it's one of those things, one of those uh, vacations where you're like always drinking, but not heavily drinking, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Like I never woke up with a hangover or anything. And nowadays, like if I have three beers in a short period of time, I'm going to be useless the next day. Yeah. Uh, So I didn't drink that much. Uh, The the place Captain Tony's. Uh, it's one of those bars that has uh, brassiers all over on the ceiling. One of those places? Yeah, you've you've seen them in movies. The places that have brassiers all all brassiers on the ceiling. Brassiers hanging from the rafters, like you wouldn't believe. How so many, many brassiers? Bra- hundreds, hundreds not, of brassiers on yeah, the ceiling. Not thousands, but definitely hundreds. Maybe over a thousand, though. Maybe, maybe over a thousand. Where do they get them? From women, Tim. Where do you think brassiers come from? I don't know. The wholesaler? No. not a, Tim, they're not from sailors. They're from women. What? Oh, women can be sailors. Yeah. Come on, Tom. It's 2020. <laughs> That's true. A lot of these bras look like they were older than uh, this year. So- what are the circumstances? I don't know. We were trying to figure it out. Like I You're guess You're acting like uh like I'm a I'm some sort of uh dummy for not knowing <laughs> this. I mean, I know about this type of thing at some bars. I guess it's like one time somebody's like, you know, it'd be funny if I took off my bra and stapled it to the ceiling and then, you know, an idea takes bras hold. Bras are expensive. I know. I wouldn't do it, but I don't wear bras. But maybe if you're there and it's like, you know what, I'm wearing like a real shitty bra that I've been meaning to get rid of anyway, and it's kind of uncomfortable right now, 
I might as well staple it to the ceiling here. Maybe people bring extra old bras to staple the ceiling. Maybe they're not necessarily coming off that night. Yeah. I don't know. And there was that place had dollar bills stapled all over too, but there was another place that must have had like ten thousand dollars worth of dollar bills stapled everywhere. You should go down to Key West for a heist. No, it said that they've got cameras that they're watching, so don't take yeah. them dollar bills. They had higher they had cameras in the freaking Riviera Casino, but That's uh, true. Ocean and his eleven men uh made quick work of it. I think was he one of the eleven men? Was it Ocean and his eleven? No. Or the eleven, it was possessive. It was his eleven. Ocean's eleven, including himself, <laughs> which of course includes Ocean. Ocean's eleven, inclusive of Ocean, Billy Ocean, Danny Ocean. Oh, that's disappointing. If you're looking to change your diet instead of restricting what you eat, what if you nourish your body with the healthiest and most nutritious food? With Saqqara, you're putting the best in your body so you can feel your best. The menu is creative, chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that change weekly so you'll never get bored and it's delivered fresh anywhere in the U.S., Along with delicious meals, Saqqara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition. To boost results, try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder, an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to saqqara.com guide and enter code guide at checkout. That's Saqqara.com. S A K A R A dot com slash guide to get twenty percent off your first order. Sakara dot com slash guide. I also like it. Uh one bit of disappointment that came from Key West, Tim. I, I did not have a chance to go paragliding. Uh, the day we were gonna go paragliding. I think we talked about this. It was too windy. Yeah. Uh but I did go Oh, you were gonna go paragliding? Yeah. Not parasailing? No. May, no, parasailing, maybe that's what I was going to do. Parasailing. Yeah, that sounds more. I don't know what the difference is, but yeah. I think it's parasailing. Yeah, paragliding's like when you've got the triangle shape thing and you run off a cliff, right? That's hang gliding, mm. right? Yeah, you're right. What's paragliding then? <laughs> I don't know. Paragliding might be when you've got the motor strapped to your back and you're on a parachute. You've got like an engine, not just a motor, a fan, a big fan with an engine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, paragliding. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Wikipedia. First thing it says in like official italic font before uh, it goes into anything. Not to be confused with parasailing or hang gliding. <laughs> All right. Well, we came to the right place because we are confused. Paragliding is the recreational and competitive adventure sport of flying paragliders, lightweight, free flying, foot launched glider aircraft with no rigid primary structure. Okay. It's like a parachute. Then. And he has jump off. So it's yeah. like hang gliding with a parachute. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. But you were going parasailing. Parasailing, which is didn't. a boat pulling you while you're hanging from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we talked about it because I, w- I wasn't allowed to do it when I went to Bermuda. My parents said, uh, we might have not even talked about it last week, but <laughs> yeah. a different week. But my parents said it was too windy, but it wasn't too windy. I mean, if they were still open, because it didn't seem that windy this day, and they closed it down. Mm. So, if they were still open when you went there, then it wasn't too windy. And your yeah. parents are cowards. No, I think they just, I was like eight, and they just didn't want me going. <laughs> Slip out of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you would have landed in the ocean, which is fine. Like, if you died parasailing, Tom, mm-hmm. you would have been like, well, you know. He did it to himself. Yeah, he deserved he, it. He took a he took a risk. It, it was it was a minuscule risk, but mm-hmm. he, but a risk but all the same. My parents were like, "We'll put an eight year old on this yeah, thing." And then they have happened. to move. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Afterwards, <laughs> um, so I didn't get to do that. I did post on Instagram. I I got to repost it for anybody that missed it. Uh, this guy that was on a jetpack with a dog on his back. Yeah, a we jet talked pack. about that, right? I think so. Yeah. Tom, I thought you were going to make notes. I thought you were taking notes of what we talked about last time. <laughs> um, 
I also went on a went in a lighthouse. <laughs> what? That was fun. Have you run out of interesting things to no, say about I've your trip? No, I got some more interesting things, but I want to talk about the lighthouse for a minute because it was eighty-eight stairs and it was very scary going up it. Eighty-eight stairs. That's not a lot. It is when they're going straight up. And then when you go out, it's like, oh, there's just a little railing. This wasn't really meant for tourists. This yeah. was meant for a lighthouse keeper that's not going to do anything stupid up here uh, because he's probably going to die doing this job via an accident anyway. One of the guys, when I went to the museum, he died because he fell off a ladder and then he he slowly got better and then he fell off a ladder again and died. <laughs> it sounded horrible. Life back then, they were like, in the late 1800s, uh, being a lighthouse keeper is one of the hardest jobs there was. I was like, really? And everything sucked in the late 80s. Being like an oil tycoon was hard. <laughs> I can't imagine how tough this was. And it was basically that there were two families that lived in this house, which sounds like a nightmare to begin with. And between the two of them, it's like, that light's got to be on every night, no matter what. And they said the first night, the first uh, year that they had this lighthouse, even though it was manned 24 hours a day and the light was always on, in the first year they had 500 shipwrecks. Wait, why? Was because it just, the, I guess it wasn't was there bright something enough. in the way, like blocking the lighthouse? <laughs> they built it behind it the skyscraper? It was facing the wrong way, they realized. Uh, no, I don't know. I guess. Well, they also had like kind of the history of uh, like the upgrades. I think basically like the first lighthouse, it was like, yeah, we were burning whale oil. It just wasn't really that bright. You know, there was any kind of a fog or anything. You just couldn't see it. Then why have the lighthouse? Because even because I think without it, they would have had like 2000 shipwrecks. Uh, It it did help. And they slowly upgraded over the years until uh, got to the point where they need lighthouse keepers anymore. Electricity took over. Yeah. But it reminded me of the movie The Lighthouse, which I liked very much. What was that movie? It was about oh, yeah, The that, Lighthouse. Yeah. It's about a lighthouse that two crazy guys worked yeah. at. Yeah. I'll watch that. You haven't seen that? No. Uh, you would like it. Yeah. It's good. It's because it's weird. It's so weird. Uh, I I really liked it. I, liked, I loved how weird it was. Uh, yeah. And then I went to a beach. That was next to a military base. Okay. I brought my drone, but I couldn't fly the drone because it was next to a military base. And I was uh, a little upset about that. You packed a drone. Yeah. I packed my drone pretty much everywhere I go. Brought it on an airplane. <laughs> uh-huh. You should have just put it outside of the airplane and uh, <laughs> flew it next to the airplane the whole time. <sighs> yeah, I could have saved on that. Could have packed uh, an extra pair of underwear. Yeah. No, freaking hell. You could have put your bag on top of the drone. It's not that strong. I don't know. I haven't tested it. I could have brought two. Then they probably could have done it. Maybe not on top, but tie it. Tie it, have it hanging down. Yeah, exactly. Um, We've both seen Mission Impossible. They have drones in there? No, they tie the things (laughs) to the helicopters at the end (laughs) during the helicopter. Which really, what is a helicopter if not a big drone? Yeah. Um, I got to stop bringing shit. I'm pretty good at packing light, but I've brought my drone and my Nintendo Switch on like every trip I've taken recently, and I've never used either of them. It's fine. I've never been somewhere where I'm like, I really wish I had my Nintendo Switch. I mean, on every plane ride, I make sure I have like 40 hours of entertainment. Me too. And then I watched some episode from uh, season one of Friends on the seat back. Uh, the entertainment yeah. system. I da- fall asleep. I downloaded gigabytes and gigabytes of stuff from Netflix, Hulu. I had like 20 different books that I was going to start, uh, comics on my iPad, uh, a ton of podcasts on my phone. And then I fall asleep 10 minutes into every flight, no matter what. Yeah. I, when uh, I was, I was flying out, to Arizona, mm-hmm. and it was the the weekend of the Oscars, and I had seen pretty much uh, all the Oscar nominated films except for 1917. And yeah. I was like, "Well, this one's gonna win, so I gotta watch this." Mm-hmm. So uh, I illegally da- I had you illegally download it. I don't recall. 
gave it to me. I never watched it. I just deleted it. Uh, I fell asleep on the plane and didn't watch it. And then it didn't win any awards. Yeah, so it's happy. I need to it's see like, it yeah, anyway. I don't need to see it. I only watch award winners. Well, you're a man of uh, exquisite taste. Everybody says so. Um, by far, the thing that was the most... Oh, so also when I went to the... Uh, it was One of the things I really liked about this place, like when I went to that military base beach, uh, you can rent bicycles and just bike everywhere. Yeah. It's really nice. Did you rent a bicycle built for two? No. Uh, I kept threatening to, <laughs> but then I couldn't find the place that had them. Yeah. Uh, although all the bikes down there that you rent, they're all the, uh, like, uh, the brakes where you just pedal backwards and it breaks. Uh-huh. And that was hard to get used to after not having one of those since I was like 10 years old or yeah, whatever. Yeah, you didn't get used to that. I got used to it quick enough. And they don't give you helmets because nobody wears helmets down there. Yeah, that's... It was like fine. Like, I was a little nervous on a bike. Like, when I bike in the city, I wear a helmet. So down there, it was like, ah, there's a lot more people biking. I feel a little bit safer that people are looking out and like not as much traffic, not as many people ride, you know, driving anywhere fast. But uh, so these people riding their hogs, Tim, with no helmets. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's, it doesn't matter how tough you are. You fall off a motorcycle not wearing a helmet. It's just going to kill you. I saw a guy riding a motorcycle. He had a helmet on. But he did that thing that uh, that I used to do before I learned how to ride a bike with no hands, mm-hmm. where you take your hands off for a minute, for like a second, yeah. and just like put them up in the air and then back <laughs> down. But I saw a guy on the BQE uh, weaving in and out of traffic, uh-huh. and then uh got into the middle lane and just did that like uh-huh. a few times for the listener tim's holding his hands up yeah. and now he appears to have hurt his shoulder <laughs> no i got that uh that shot that vaccine today <laughs> yeah ah i'll show you the band-aid when it's all over tom uh, i believe you it hurts my arm I had to put a Band-Aid on my foot because of these uh, flip-flops I bought down there. Mm. And now I have a tan line on my foot in the shape of a Band-Aid. Yeah, and that's why I'm wearing socks right now. (laughs) Um, Are you usually barefoot when when we're doing this? come on. I'm not not a sicko. Um, The town down there is really weird. We kept going to this one CVS where they had this one nice uh, older gentleman working there. (laughs) What? You just went to the CVS numerous times? Well, like... Because there was an old man there? Not because he was there. He just happened to always be there. And he always had comments about everything I was buying. Like, uh, you know, the first time I went there, I needed flip-flops because the flip-flops I bought, (laughs) I don't know what happened to them that that I brought. I've had them for years. Uh, (laughs) I immediately slipped down the stairs wearing them. (laughs) You fall down the stairs so much more than anybody else I know. And I don't like it. It's not a part that I'm proud of. Uh, luckily, I like caught myself. <laughs> oh, you, you don't like falling down the stairs? <laughs> no. uh, but I slipped and like managed to catch myself with my hands like by like grabbing the, the railings on either side. That's the only thing that stopped me. And I've done that before and like really hurt my arms and shoulders <laughs> because... To like do that suddenly sometimes it's like, oh, that was the wrong way to catch myself. And I put all my weight on a weird muscle that never gets used. Um, but uh, so I need to get new flip flops. I don't know what the hell happened to these flip flops that the bottom became slippery. They like turned into plastic um, flip flops and a hat. Flip flops were nine dollars. The hat was six dollars. I was very happy with my purchases. And the guy is telling me, he's like, oh, this is a great hat. I, <laughs> it's like, oh, really? It's literally the cheapest hat you guys have here. And he's like, I put one of these hats in the washing machine, though it turned into straw. And I was like, well, why did you put it in the washing Why are you washing a $6 hat? What did you think was going to happen you put it in the washing machine? It's going to destroy it. Most things shouldn't go in the washing machine. Yeah. Hand wash them, man. Yeah. Uh, but this guy was nice. He was there all the time. And uh, by the fourth time I visited, he convinced me to go digital with my receipts at CVS. <laughs> and every time he would scan my card on my phone and then ask me after that if I had the CVS app. And I was like, right, yeah, you just, I showed, you scanned it. He's like, oh, you, you want to go digital with your receipts? 
I don't understand. I'm like, I am digital. I showed you the I'm app. I'm digital, you old idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, there were weird street performers. There was one There was one guy you would have liked. He was doing a lot of stunts. Like what kind of stunts? Like juggling. And then he climbed a big ladder. Was it up against anything? No, he just had uh, four men holding holding ropes attached to it. Wow. Um, uh, there was one street performer that I didn't understand. His bit was just hiding behind some, like sitting on a bucket, hiding behind palm leaves. And then when people walked by, going, boo, and scaring them. Did and it work? As, it worked, but then he would ask them for a tip. And I didn't see anyone ever, why am I going to tip somebody who scared me? Yeah, I don't like being scared. And not even in a, like, oh, I don't like that. But if if you startle me. Yeah. I'm angry at you. Well, that's what it is. It's like you didn't scare them. You startled them. Yeah. The person was not expecting somebody to jump out at them. Yeah. And they're in a different city. And most times, like if somebody jumps out of, out of nowhere, people are on vacation assume they're being robbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Look, I, I, I wouldn't mind getting punked one day. Well, you're going to eat those words one day, Tim. When, when Ashton comes out. And, no, who's the new host of Punked on Quibi? Oh, I forget. Yeah, it's some it's some new star. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll get back to you. There was also a Spider-Man playing a sitar. He didn't seem to be doing that well. Oh, Chance the Rapper. Actually, I will watch oh, that. Oh, it's Chance? You know what? I thought it was like one of the, uh, like, uh, one of the boys from that group. What's the, what's the big group? One Direction? Yeah, that was one of them. No, it was Chance the Rapper. Okay. He wasn't in One Direction at all. I could see Chance the Rapper's uh, pranks being a little more wholesome, a little more in good fun Yeah. than Ashen. Punk, what? Punk wasn't mean-spirited. Sometimes it was. Yeah. My dirty little secret, Tom. I'm a, I'm, I'm a little excited about some of these Quibi programs. <laughs> Tim, are you being sponsored by Quibi and you didn't tell me about it? I wouldn't tell you about it. It would be buzz marketing. Uh, um, so the other, there were two things on like the main drag that fascinated me. One was the num- number one was the number of, this was not the most fascinating, but the number of CBD stores. And there were like two it seemed like legal marijuana dispensaries that like looked really nice that nobody was in. Cause I, they I, don't have legalized marijuana. I, they do They're for good. medical, I think. Uh, and it looked like kind of these places, um, very nice looking places that they opened basically being like, well, in a few years it's going to be legal and we're yeah. going to have this prime real estate. And for now we can sell it to medical right. uh, users. But then there were like CBD stores that some were just like very sketch. They were all pretty sketchy. I went in one because I was curious about uh, like what they were selling. And the guy like tried to sell me CBD stuff that was like insanely overpriced. Uh, So I walked out. Um, But then there was one place. It was like a little hut. And it had a bunch of like weird CBD stuff and kratom and kava. You know about these? No, what is this? They're like legal, but they're also drugs. Kratom? Yeah. You can like put it in, you can like make a tea out of it and drink it and it'll make you, I don't know. Well, I think it'll it, relax I think if, you or is it like psychedelic? I think if you take a little, it relaxes you, but if you take a lot, it's psychedelic. Nice. Maybe. Uh, don't Never quote me on drug. that. Like well, these are legal drug drugs. You can do these and I'd rather... Uncle Sam will have no problem with it. Yeah, no, the those drugs that like the government hasn't caught up to yet, <laughs> those make me more nervous than, you know, like trying cocaine. <laughs> um, but they had like one of those, you ever see these machines where it fills a giant balloon full of uh, vapor and then you suck out that balloon? Whippets? No. (laughs) Did I talk about this last week? Is that why you brought whippets up? No, but we did talk about whippets for a long time. Um, But I saw that and presumably- What is that balloon? What's in the balloon? Helium? Vapor. What kind of vapor? They attach marijuana, but in this case, like hemp, like CBD Uh. marijuana. 
So they attach it to a thing and basically the balloon, I guess, acts like a lung and, uh, you know, it, it uh, heats up the thing while a fan's going like and fills up the balloon. And now you've got this big balloon that it's just full of vapor. So you can just, you know, suck on that like uh, all at once or maybe not all at once because it looked like it had a thing that it can close itself. Yeah. Um, but I guess that was CBD. But the thing I there were two things. Let me see if you can figure out what this what this means. Is this going to be another drugs machine? No, it said that they it was a sign that said that the place was open every day except for the days when Disney and Princess Cruises were in dock. Like a lot of cruises dock there. Yeah. Do you why do you think that is? Do you think the all powerful Disney corporation is like we don't want these drugs places open and they were able to like cut a deal with the city council to be like yo we'll dock somewhere else or like yeah maybe like no you had seems... to close the unseemly businesses when yeah. our tourists are there these maybe, are family but the, cruises but the other the CBD stores did not seem to have any what was the place that was closed it was a CBD like hut outside of a a, a a bar like it looked like it was about the size and it might have been the same type of thing as like a like a, a falafel cart in the city like a shawarma huh. like a, you know just like a little thing that a car can trail can can carry behind it big enough for one person to be in there maybe that's when mickey's cbd hut opens up the other thing i the only other thing i could think of was if when those cruises come in they move to be closer to them because it seemed like it was a one-man operation. Right. It's like, oh, when those crews are in, that's a ton of people, and they like this stuff. So I go and just you know sell it right at the port. Yeah. The other thing I couldn't figure out, well, maybe I could figure out, was that it said uh, there was another sign that was like, uh, if if we're closed, we uh, we also do home delivery. Call this number and ask for Dragon dragon yeah like a name that's cool but here's what i think is that just a regular weed service and was this whole thing just basically like an advertisement for like hey call this number and you can buy real weed from, probably from a guy. why i mean yeah it seemed like a pretty good business a dealing drugs is uh, usually a good business you usually make a lot of money dealing drugs and it's safe um <laughs> But then also, it seemed like they had all their bases covered of like, hey, you want to buy real weed? Yeah, we'll come and sell it to you. But also, we're selling like insanely overpriced CBD outside of a bar and a bunch of yokels think, oh, I guess it's legal in Florida. And they're buying it and, you know, thinking it's it's going to get them high. Yeah. I don't know why you'd put dragon if you were trying to fly under the radar. With that's, a drug, yeah, that's why right? I couldn't figure out either. Like make it uh, do after hours delivery. It was all Scott, but was, not Scott, a less scummy name than Scott. It might have been Pete. It might not have been dragon. <laughs> I can't remember now. <laughs> I think it was something like dragon, though. It's like a weird name. It was either dragon or Pete. Yeah. Peach Dragon. Yeah. That might be why I'm confusing. But also, I'm like, where am I calling? Am I calling somebody's house? Why no. don't you put a cell phone number on there? Beeper. I call Pete, and this is his number. Wait, what was it? What was the number? I don't know the actual number. How but do you it, know it wasn't a cell phone number? I assume it was, but if it was, you don't have to ask for anyone because that cell phone belongs to the person you want to talk yeah, to. Yeah, but that way you you know you have the right number. Hi, is this Pete? And that way he knows, because Pete's not that guy's name. Yeah, but what if when he answers the phone, he goes, Pete here? Well, then, then oh, good. I got the wrong, I got the right guy. Okay. That's what you're thinking. Maybe. I should have called the number and seen what, I think I might have taken a picture of it. You Maybe I'll call, call right the number. Uh, no, because I, I don't think I do have a picture of it. I'll take a look. <laughs> Your stories change <laughs> on a dime. So by far the most interesting thing I encountered down there was a store called Oro Gold. Gold, gold. That was like some kind of a cosmetics store. Uh, and there were two people like outside the store, you know, handing out flyers to people. 
to get them in the store. But then on the other side of the sidewalk, maybe, yeah, how wide is a sidewalk? Three feet? About an acre. <laughs> it's not an acre. <laughs> an acre is area, too. It's not three like... feet wide, I'd say. Yeah. So about three feet away, there are two older people holding up arrow signs that just say ripoff pointing at this store. What store was it? Oro Gold. Okay. And I was fascinated by this because did I'm you like, engage them? No, because you don't want to engage people. Why not? My biggest problem in old people causing a scene. You can walk <laughs> away from at any time without feeling bad, and you could walk fairly quickly, and they won't catch up to you. Oh, the, my biggest problem in Key West, Florida, was, and this is probably my problem in most places that aren't New York, is uh, people don't mind their own fucking business about anything. Like, I can't tell you how many times I almost said, why don't you mind your own fucking business to somebody? What? <laughs> because what pe- were you doing down there that people were asking? That's the thing. I'm minding, I'm minding my own business. And then people always have things to say. Like what? Um, <laughs> I can't remember now because I was like so just red with anger. What when- kind of people were these? You know, like uh, middle busybodies. Yeah, busybodies, older busybodies. And, and just give me one example when you told someone. So why I, you mind this your... wasn't mine, but my niece, uh, her feet were a little sunburned, and this woman came up to my sister-in-law on the sidewalk and was like, "Ooh, her feet are really sunburned," and she's like, "Okay, yeah, I know." <laughs> like, you do mind your own business. I can't remember. Tom, get get over here. Give this lady the what for. I would have, because by that point, I'd had so many people button their nose into my business and and telling me what they think. Uh, So I didn't want to engage anyone. (laughs) For a guy that talks an hour a week, puts Uh it on the internet about nothing in particular, mostly about just like random details from your life. Yeah. You really uh, have a problem Because I know how to wanting... talk to you. I don't know how to talk to, you know, some old guy. Yeah. We went to a bar one night and there were no seats. And this guy's like, oh, we're going to be leaving in 15 minutes. You can take our seat. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. So where are you from? I'm like, oh, come on. I don't, no, I'm not looking for a convert. Look, if the deal is I got to talk with you to get this seat, forget it. The deal's off. I'm stand here and look at my phone until you finally yeah. leave. You talk to my girlfriend. I'll be looking at my phone. Uh, and then we got seats on the other end of the bar, and the guy kept like looking at me and raising a glass to me. And he was there for two hours. He didn't leave after fifteen minutes. Yeah, but he gave you a seat. After no. Fi- Wait, what? I got another seat. Oh, yeah. I was like, this guy wasn't leaving. Why was he raising his glass? Yeah, people are too friendly. Yeah, exactly. It was like, oh, now we're buddies because we talk for fifteen seconds. <laughs> When he reneged on a promise. <laughs> right. It's like, unless you're getting up, I don't care. You're not my friend until you get up and give me something. <laughs> and then uh, you'll be leaving, so we can't be friends then. Right. Either. Oh, well, two ships in the night. Um, so anyway, I was so fascinated by this oral gold thing that I, I uh, uh, one night bought a newspaper from a newspaper machine because that was the front page headline. What, Oro Gold? Yeah, about like what was going on. What happened? So what happened? Do you have the newspaper? No, I left it down. I mean, it was going to pack have... a newspaper with me. You, you, you leave the drone, pack the newspaper. Uh, I was also so glad because uh, I bought the newspaper from a newspaper machine right in front of Oro Gold. Uh Man, it's been so long since I uh, bought a newspaper out of a machine. That's fun. You can take all of them, like judge it on the real world. <laughs> literally, I said to my girlfriend, you dare me to take them all like judge? And she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Freeman doesn't like, know. On the real world, San Francisco, when Judd's uh, comic strip, strip was in the newspaper for the first time, he was so excited. And he went to the newspaper machine, put a quarter and opened it and took all the newspapers out, which you're not supposed to do. It's like yeah, an honor system. But in his defense, it was an exciting time for him. Then he should have paid for those papers like an honest man. Yeah. Look, well, I'm supposed to side with him against Puck when he has his own faults. <laughs> Well, Judd never licked his finger and then stuck it in the peanut butter. Oh, God, yeah, that is unforgivable. Yeah. Um, 
So I got to buy it out of the machine. <laughs> Wait, your girlfriend has not seen the real world San Francisco? Uh, at least not well enough that she knew when I said, you dare me to take them all like Judd, what that meant. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> Which I think yeah. only you would know that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't enough. think no, Judd, Judd himself, himself would wouldn't know. <laughs> Judd himself would have no idea what we're talking about. Um, so I like took it out of the machine and did the whole like flourish with it. Like, well, let's see what's on the front page here. Wow, look at this. Breaking news. Um, so the problem was this store, this store just sounded like a real scummy place. It looked nice, but they also had like a big sign on the store that said they were like were not a licensed cosmetologist or like it seemed like, oh, there's a law why you had to put that up. Yeah. That apparently this place was just scamming old people. They they sold a bunch of like bullshit things like face creams and stuff that was like it has gold in it. So that's uh-huh. why it's so good. And apparently, you know, they would get a live one, bring them in. Somebody be like, oh, you know what? I'll take a, a jar of that uh, that gold cream for a hundred dollars or whatever. And they'd be like, great. Uh, we'll we'll bag all we'll box and bag all that stuff up for you. Uh, uh, oh, you're going to pay by credit card. Great. Okay, have a good day. Bye-bye. And these people would get home and realize that they had sold them like $3,000 worth of stuff and that they had a no return policy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's why these old people were like devoting their retirement to just standing outside yeah. with signs that said rip off. It seems uh, like it was a bad move that that newspaper... Uh-huh. box machine was yeah. right outside oro gold mm-hmm. seems like the proprietor should have pulled a judd and right. gone out there get rid and of the bad press yeah the one right in front of their dang building at yeah least. and it seemed like i mean i don't know how well they stock these things but uh there were only a few copies in there i think mm. it was a hot seller 75 cents it costs to buy this newspaper right. well we're gonna get sued by oro gold we might don't go there they're a ripoff according to a bunch of retirees if you like the show, is that all you had on? Uh... You can also drink anywhere you want, and I went in a Circle K. Oh, strange things are afoot. <laughs> that was another reference that. Yeah, I mean, Tim, that... I should have just taken you with me. <laughs> Thank you. This is what I've been. It's what we've been building to. There is also a bar that I didn't go inside. That's like up on the third floor, and it's a clothing optional bar that old people go to uh, to be naked. Yeah. So I didn't want to do that. I I want. I was curious, but not curious enough. Yeah. That always, that fooled me so many times when I went to Robert Moses. Oh beach yeah, the nude kid. beach. It was yeah. like, all right, awesome. well, let's see what uh, be a bunch of babes what over centerfolds there. are there uh, tanning themselves today. Yeah, was, everybody was over eighty years old, <laughs> right, and had huge balls that hung to the sand. All right, if you like the show, be our friend on Facebook or. T- Facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You, you can follow, follow me at your pal Tim. Yeah, it sounded just like me. <laughs> if you want to support the show, check out our sponsors. Also check out tcgt.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon shopping and patreon.com slash complete guide. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, for all of your uh, cultural, uh, all of your culture. Uh, you get books of the podcast. Books of the podcast, our secondary podcast, full length podcast, might I add? Yeah, where we're reading. I just finished Papa, the story of Papa John's by John H. Schnatter himself. But we also read real books too, <laughs> right? This is a weird one off. We mostly yeah. read the classics, uh, and you get all those back episodes too. Patreon.com slash complete guide. A hundred episodes or two hundred episodes. How many episodes of Amazing <laughs> Facts did we do? A hundred. A hundred. Yeah. Some other random stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, while we're doing the plugs, uh, a quick thank you to Casey at Hershey's. Uh, for people that didn't see on my Instagram, uh, Hershey's sent us 20 pounds of Take 5 bars and Reese's. Yeah. Uh, Casey's a listener of the show and uh, said uh, it was it was apparent that we were uh, true-blooded Take 5 bar fans and sent us... Uh, uh, I don't know. A week's supply of Take 5 bars. Yeah, thank you, Casey. And we are sincere in our Take 5 love. Yeah. Go out and find Take 5 out there. Right. They're now called Reese's Take 5, but 
If you uh, like the show, support Take Five. <laughs> right. Or send us candy. Uh, that's always accepted. Um, yeah, I think that's all the plugs. Uh, yeah, Old Naked Bar, Bra Bar, a lot of frozen stuff. I had a lot of frozen drinks. Yeah. A lot of pina colotas. That's not... <laughs> uh, which were all pretty... I went to one bar. It was one of those bars that has like a bunch of Slurpee machines behind the bar. <laughs> yeah. But all those bars that have Slurpee machines, like their uh, their thing is like we have Slurpee machines, but then also everything we sell has a dangerous amount of alcohol in it. But they're not in the Slurpee. No, machines. they're in the mix oh, really? already. Oh yeah. wow! But then you can also at this place and most places places either offer it as an option or do it automatically. They'll give you a floater. Where they'll put some on the some extra on the top. Ah. This place, it was, I think, it was a dollar fifty more. The other weird thing was being down there, like hearing like, "Ah, oh, Key West is expensive. Key West is expensive." No, nothing's expensive compared to New York. <laughs> yeah, literally anywhere you go is going to be cheaper. I couldn't get over how like inexpensive drinks were down there, and part of it was because they have you know open container, no open container laws. So it's like, oh, well, that bar is competing with the 7-Eleven next door. Yeah. They'll sell you a beer for $1.50. Uh, but th- uh, this place with the uh, frozen pina colada that I got uh, tasted like shit. It tasted <laughs> like bad pina colada, and then it was made with 151 rum, 151 proof rum. But it wasn't like a brand I had ever heard of, so it was like a... You know, of course not. How much did it cost? Three dollars. It was seven dollars okay. for it, uh, but it it wasn't good. It got me very drunk, but it it didn't taste good. And I was already a little drunk, and it still didn't taste good. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. Don't drink the pina coladas in Key West. No, some of them were good. Just don't go to a place called Fat Tuesdays. Come on, man. What? All you're doing is taking down businesses No, there. I'm supporting Fat businesses. Fat Tuesdays, Oro Gold, <laughs> Books and Books by Judy Bloom. No, oh, Books Judy and Books Bloom is good. isn't even there. Oh, I didn't even really like the Super Fudge books. They're good books. I supported Hershey's. Isn't that enough? It's more than enough. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.